Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Meet the billionaire mayor of China's glorious digital ghost town. Written by Zoe Yang. Published in Protocol China. Read for you by Kaiser Guo. The 42-year-old Wang Xing is not just the billionaire founder and CEO of Meituan, the third largest listed internet company in China, which provides everything from store reviews to food delivery to ride hailing. He's also an obsessive user of a failed 14-year-old social media website he built, Fanfo. As a commercial enterprise, it's a dud. It's a digital ghost town with no revenue, no employees, and no way for new users to join. But as a private social network for Wang, Free from the pressures of the outside world, it's become a great place to be. Wang doesn't use Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, all of which are blocked in China yet routinely used by elites and the Chinese government via VPNs. He has a blank profile on Weibo, the popular microblogging site in China, although 6 million people still follow him there. He has no public account on social giant WeChat. By contrast, since 2007, Wang has posted over 16,000 times on Fanfo, averaging about three posts per day for 14 years. Wang's Fanfo bio reads, If I haven't seen, thought of, or done anything worth mentioning on Fanfo today, then this day was wasted. Wang's Fanfo feed is personable and relatable, stuffed with nuggets of trivia and out-of-nowhere quotes from Jack Welch or Peter Thiel. Sometimes, Wang gets personal, On February 3rd, he wrote, I came home tonight and noticed my shoes. They were the same pair I wore to my grandma's funeral eight years ago. Wong only occasionally reminds his followers that he moonlights as the busy CEO of a major technology company. Fewer than 1% of his 16,000 posts directly mention Meituan. To Wong's followers, this separates him from other Chinese tech heavyweights. You have the opportunity to get close to him. He's a real person. For all the other tech elites, you can only see them through reporting or videos, but there's never the chance for close interaction, Ma Jing, the founder of a medical tech startup in China, told Protocol. On Fanfo, fans call him the village chief. To Ma, it feels like we're a big collective, a big family. This suits Wang just fine. His account functions as a semi-private diary, one he shares with a fixed, friendly audience, disinclined to share his words elsewhere. Fanfo offers Wong the kind of hard-to-find balance between exposure, intimacy, and self-expression that billionaires crave, particularly Chinese moguls mindful of the government's wrath. Failure, the mother of success. Much of this is the accidental results of Fanfo's commercial failure. 
Government authorities shut down the pioneering microblogging site in 2009, two years after its birth and right after it reached 1 million users, reportedly for politically sensitive discussions related to the 20th anniversary of the Tiananmen protests and the ethnic conflict in Xinjiang that July. By the time Fanfo returned 16 months later, Sina Weibo dominated the microblogging landscape, as it has ever since. Many Fanfo users never returned. In June 2018, Fanfo disabled registration for new users, but existing accounts remained. Now, a Fanfo account sells for between $7 and $20 online. Many are marketed as an entry pass to read Wang Xing's posts. Today, Fanfo has no employees. The website looks like it's from a decade ago. A few Meituan employees reportedly maintain it as a side project. In an email, Meituan told Protocol that Meituan and Fanfo operate as two independent companies. Fanfo has no app, but loyal fans have built mobile versions of Fanfo on their own. Ma, the tech founder, has made her Fanfo account only visible to followers. She checks the site daily and interacts with about a dozen friends who are still there. In late January, she joined dozens of Fanfo users in a clubhouse chat room to reminisce about Fanfo's heyday. There is an odd resemblance between Clubhouse and Fanfo, even though one is entering a growth stage while the other is in terminal decline. Like Clubhouse's early users in China, many Fanfoers were tech industry insiders or urban elites who hopped on the website before the concept of microblogging made it to the general public. When the hype had passed, those who stayed on Fanfo did so because its obscurity was a feature, not a bug. They could continue to post without being seen by the masses. By comparison, Weibo has over half a billion monthly active users, meaning posts can elicit responses from people with vastly different views. Posts can also be shared widely, bringing unwelcome government scrutiny. Big Brother, far away. To a high-profile figure like Wang, Fanfo's intimacy connotes safety. When he posts on the website he created, he's talking to a small, generally like-minded circle. Some of his scribblings might cross the vague red line that triggers online censorship elsewhere, but Wong knows what happens on Fanfo won't travel far, and he has confidence his fans won't turn against him. Many without Fanfo accounts are curious to find out what Meituan's CEO thinks. Several bots on Twitter, WeChat, and Weibo have appeared that manually or automatically reshare Wong's posts, but Wong is apparently not a fan of the attention. Most such bots have suspended services. In one instance, attorneys representing Fanfo ask the person behind it to stop. Wong's concerns are not imaginary. Famed investors like Charles Xue and Wang Gongquan, both wealthy celebrity businessmen and microbloggers with millions of followers in China, have learned hard lessons about the limits of their power when imprisoned for social media posts authorities deemed too political. And of course, no website based in China is ever free from the censor's eye. On Fanfo, users receive a warning when a scheduled post contains sensitive words and retroactive deletion still happens. Wang has mentioned the issue obliquely. On the evening of December 3, 2020, he wrote, Sometimes Fanfo erases the marks I've carved. Fine. Another user replied, 
So it happens even when you are talking to yourself on the website you built.